0: Hello, Trash Future listeners. Just as a heads up, because Monday and Tuesday are bank holidays in the United Kingdom, we're going to release this week's free one on Wednesday. In the interim, there's an unlocked Britonology about the TV show I'm Alan Partridge on the free feed. Also, the Britonology episode about the 2000s TV show Skins has been unlocked to the $5 feed. If you want even more Britonology, please enjoy the following preview of me and Milo's discussion of the British tradition of the big Christmas dinner. There's a link in the show notes to the full episode on the Patreon, as well as links to all the other episodes I mentioned. Hope you're having a great holiday if you're celebrating, and thanks again for being a Trash Future listener. I'm quite interested
1: in having... I've never experienced an American Christmas before, and so I'll, I'll be here and see how that... I mean, my family are kind of... like I have family here, and they are British, but they've lived in America for a long time, so I'm interested to see uh, what, what, what it's like. Because I do sort of get the impression that like Christmas is a bit of an afterthought to Thanksgiving in terms of like size of event.
2: I mean, it's definitely more of like, it's a thing you're going to celebrate with immediate family. That's my impression. Um, When I was a kid and we lived in Germany, we hung out with uh, friends of my mom's who were British on Boxing Day. But it was, it seemed like, and I, I got the impression that Brits were the same way, that Christmas itself seemed like a immediate family and or like if family are visiting for the holidays. But for us, the big holiday everyone comes home for, uh, you know, extended family, etc., gathering for a big dinner is definitely Thanksgiving. Whereas like while I, I've known plenty of people who go see extended family and it's a big gathering for Christmas, it also feels like it's just as common for it to be just like immediate family or maybe like right. a handful of relatives.
1: I would say, yeah, in Britain, it's definitely like an extended family. I mean, if you're someone who has relations with your extended family, which lots of people don't, but if you do, then it tends to be be like a big, it would be more analogous to Thanksgiving in that way.
2: I can think of like one time growing up that we had relatives visiting for Christmas, uh, whereas I can think of like more than a dozen times that we went to my grandparents or other relatives houses for Thanksgiving, if that gives any indication.
1: Oh wow, interesting. You wouldn't you wouldn't even have the grandparents involved on Well,
2: Christmas. my grandparents were gone a lot. You got to realize my grandparents were okay, like yeah. when when my grandfather retired from the army, he they started volunteering for the peace corps and just like disappearing for 3 years at a time. And then like my dad was in the he army retired so, from the
1: army and then did his gap year.
2: Yeah, did his gap year in in first Botswana for 3 years and then St. Lucia for 3 years. Um but they uh I can think of which one I'd prefer They definitely on. preferred Botswana. <laughs> they they were oh, not, interesting. They were not I mean the, granted um It was in the 80s, so like it was obviously a very different time in Southern Africa in general. But uh, they they really enjoyed their time in Botswana, whereas St. Lucia, I think the climate, they just couldn't handle it. Yeah, I was going to say, actually,
1: no no shade on Botswana. I have no particular opinions on Botswana whatsoever. But St. Lucia is like a really expensive Caribbean resort island.
2: Right. But obviously, if you're a Peace Corps volunteer, you're not living in the resort stuff. You're living in a hot shack in a tropical country. And so, yeah, they, 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 the climate they just didn't didn't really agree with them. Uh, but yeah, also my dad and all of his brothers, except for one, were all in the army. So like, our families were rarely in the same place. And so, right, right. Thanksgiving just made more sense, I think, to finagle some kind of a, a reunion kind of thing as possible. And so, when I think about Britain and Christmas travel, like, that's the thing that I always have to remind myself when people freak out about like rail travel, for example, and getting train tickets or getting. Grocery hmm. deliveries, all these things is that like in America, we have it split probably like 75-25 between two holidays and here it's all just one.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Chris Rea is driving home for it. He's uh, he's on his way as we speak. Um, oh, actually, that was something we, we were discussing a bit because uh, Annabelle and I were in, were in New York last week uh the and everyone's playing christmas music is christmas songs the british christmas music that has cut through in america and what and what hasn't have you ever heard the the chris Rhea hit driving home for christmas
2: i don't think so no but i'm I'm probably the wrong person to ask to be honest with you yeah
1: i would have i would have presumed not because yeah we were kind of assuming you would just hear american stuff but then like a surprising amount of uh of british tunes have made it in there the whams last christmas that, yep. was, that was played a lot um There was a Queen's Thank God It's Christmas. I I was surprised to see in there. Um, I'm sure there were some others. But then because, yeah, we were comparing it to the just the massive canon of British Christmas music because we have all the American stuff, too. But I would say like still probably 70 percent of Christmas music you hear in the UK is like British in origin. Um, And I don't know. I think the Brits are just obsessed with Christmas. I think this is this is what I'm gradually learning.
2: I mean, I'm trying to think of the big ones for us. I mean, obviously, Mariah Carey, "All I Want for Christmas Is You," mm. uh, is the yeah. You've got all old, the old like Rat Pack stuff. Um, yeah, there's. The, I mean, you, you do have the kind of like fake nostalgia for the 40s and 60s Rat Pack stuff, or like things along those lines, um, mm. like super old versions of uh, uh, "Winter Wonderland" stuff like that. But mm. I think that I think weirdly some of that stuff, like what would be more common. Would be instead of it being a new song about Christmas each year, it's going to be some artist doing a take on like one of the approved Christmas songs, and like I couldn't define that list for you, but like it seems as though it's like a standard that you're you're sort of you know if 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 Michael Buble is basically Daryl Hall for a new generation, then like he's Mm got to cover the same Christmas songs that Daryl Hall covered, or. I don't yeah. know, fucking Michael Bolton or anyone along those lines. Like, th- there's like a canon of Christmas songs for us. Whereas, like, that's yeah. why we. I mean, I, I I will never refrain from shitting on Britain, but like, we didn't have George Michael or Wham doing Last Christmas. You know what I mean? Like, if you come up with yeah. a new Christmas song, it. Uh, I guess in a way it's sort of like who the fuck are you to think that you have the wherewithal to redefine Christmas. We know what Christmas is. It's something about fucking like, if you listen to the lyrics of fucking winter wonderland, like what the fuck is he even talking about? That doesn't make any sense to me at all.
1: Yeah. Wasn't that song originally not about Christmas? I seem to remember reading something about it. Um, And it was, yeah, I I can't remember now, but there's some like weird story behind that song.
2: Yeah. I Um, mean, uh, I'm trying to think of it of, of the line off the top of my head, and fans of the show, listeners, you have to understand that uh, I was struck by the dread norovirus slash vomit and shit yourself disease this weekend, and so I'm operating on diminished mental capacity. Mm.
1: But yeah, and as as a veteran of that struggle, exactly, I, do, I, I was going to say, Milo, Milo knows yeah.
2: the struggle far too well. Yes, I was thinking about uh, the, the 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 stanza in Winter in. in Winter Wonderland where it says, In the meadow, we can build a snowman. We'll pretend that he is Parson Brown. He'll say, Are you married? We'll say, No, man, but you can do the job when you're in town. There's part of me sort like, is this supposed to be like a reference that I'm gonna understand? Like, who who is Parson Brown? Like, what the fuck is happening here? So yeah, like a <laughs> It's a
1: song about fucking a snowman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's that it's simple. Is
2: like, it's, it's a song about the snowman not wanting to be party to your life of sin? And he's like, if you're gonna fuck in this frozen ass snowfield, you'd better be married and produce a marriage certificate. In a way, the Parson Brown slash the snowman is the Iranian morality police, but reinterpreted Mm. for an American winter context.
1: The snowman yelling in protest as I give him the carrot dick and then shove it in my ass. (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly. We hate to see
1: it. But yeah, all the original Christmas music, I think, as in like stuff that's not from the classic like white Christmas, et cetera, type canon um, in Britain. And I think also in America is kind of from like the 70s and 80s. 'Cause we have all this music like I don't know, like uh the Pretenders two thousand miles or like Slade, uh, I wish it could be Christmas Every Day, like all this kind of stuff. And it's all from that era and there hasn't really been much
2: wait since. Am I losing my mind here? Is you mean the proclaimers? Is the proclaimers Two thousand mile or a thousand? No,
1: no, 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 no. The Pretenders, pretenders th- the Americans slash British band, the Pretenders. Yeah, two thousand miles is a Christmas song. It's a different song to the Proclaimers. I know. I just miles. was
2: confused for a second. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. No, I, I get what you're saying. I was just for a second there, I was like, wait, is the Proclaimers a thousand miles a Christmas <laughs> song somehow? Have you read <laughs> yeah, the Yeah, it's twice the
1: length. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Walking home for Christmas. That's exactly. right. That's what. Yeah, the, that's Chris Reid driving over Christmas, of course. And then you have like in America, you had stuff like uh, like the Runettes, like. Slay ride is that what that's called i mean um, i know Slay
2: ride yeah but i didn't really yeah. i'm not sure if the renettes was the original it's artist
1: like a, it's like a yeah like a motown yeah like a girl group uh, song yeah there were there were a bunch of motowny christmas songs i think and then uh uh like the waitresses i forget what that song's called um it's almost like a spoken word it's like an 80s one uh merry christmas merry christmas that one
2: <laughs> i honestly um, don't know it but yeah. then again oh, okay I mean,
1: it's it's pretty good. It's one of the vibe of Christmas songs oh, I, I would think. Say. It,
2: is it is it Christmas rapping? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. From the early 80s. Yeah, man. I mean, in a way, you're probably more of the subject matter expert on this than I am, because for me it's like you just notice Christmas music kind of playing in the background. But
1: Oh yeah, we would have it on in the house, big time.
2: Whereas for me it's like I think we had a Disney choir children's fucking uh like record of children's versions of disney like christmas songs like your classics like yeah jingle bells sleigh ride uh winter wonderland all that stuff and i think that's the only christmas record i ever recall my parents playing And it was just more like yep we have kids we have to play this shit and they just stopped and
0: it was like yeah
2: all right now i hear christmas music at the grocery store and that's about it that's all right the most the most
1: hallowed place of all i'm in kroger listening to celebrating the birth of our lord jesus christ um talk
2: about yeah, I Kroger mean, I haven't been in Kroger in so long I'm having a religious experience envisioning it right now so please don't blaspheme the place where I learned how to roast a chicken because they were selling it for 19 cents a pound
1: <laughs> yeah man I could last time at last time I was in Tennessee I went to Kroger a bunch and I was like what what is this place whereas yesterday I went to Publix and I was like oh this more resembles a supermarket um
0: yeah, see, this is so if you're, if you're going to become a British gentleman in the South, we figured out you're bougie already that you're going to shop at Publix. In fairness, when I lived in Georgia, I shopped at Publix too. So I understand because I, I went to fucking Piggly Wiggly once and I was like, yeah, this is probably not my vibe. And uh, <laughs> Piggly Wiggly What an incredible name What's for the a name? supermarket It's called Piggly Wiggly, it's real Re- Real southerners in the chat will understand exactly What I'm talking about
1: It's called Piggly Wiggly, it's a supermarket To lead fight against Jew <laughs>
2: Exactly, no Jew will enter into this uh, We seem to have received update That one single American army officer Who is Jewish has done this, we do not know what went wrong <laughs> However We have made sure he will never attend Again, he was terrified oh, by right. Booty clapping in parking lot Ha 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 ha!